Looking for a special gift for that fag in your life? Whoa, 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 whoa. Get that friend of Armstrong and Getty some A&G merch. Oh. New for 19, our latest A&G logo tees, hoodies, and more. The Punch Violence in the Face t-shirt or the Castigat Redendo Mores tee is available. The Yo, Yo, Yo and the updated Stupid Should Hurt tee. The new Cal Unicornia state flag tee. We even brought back our classic A&G ketchup and mustard logo. Buy them now at the Armstrong and Getty Superstore. Find it at armstrongandgetty.com. FBI Director James Comey said this week that, that your report vindicates him. Is that a fair assessment of your report? Um, I, you know, I think the activities we found here don't vindicate anybody who touched this. Okay. So that is no. That is a no. James Comey saying he was vindicated by the report. The guy who wrote the report says, no, you weren't. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And not going to get enough attention, in my opinion. But You, you know, Judy and I are watching Yellowstone on the Amazon Prime video. And uh, the, the long and short Jellystone of it is... Jellystone with the two bears? And the... No, no. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It's uh, Kevin Costner is the the owner of this gigantic ranch, and he's the political and financial power in that whole part of the state. Nobody dares oppose him. He's an egomaniac. He's a little out of control, that sort of thing. Comey is a character like that. I mean, he's like a cinematic egomaniac. Yeah, he believes his own ass, I think. Yeah. He yeah. actually does, which is is interesting. Yeah, indeed. I tell you what, the more I dig into this Matt Taibbi piece, the more I'm enjoying it. Man, he just murders the FBI and the media. Um, he says, I've written about how reporters used sleight of hand to get the Steele dossier into print without putting it through any vetting process. What Horowitz described as worse, a story about bad journalism piled on bad journalism balanced on a third layer of wrong reporting. Steele in his reports embellished embellished his sources quotes, played up non-existent angles, invented attributions, and ignored inconsistencies. The FBI then transplanted this bad reporting in the form of a warrant application and an addendum uh, that included the steel material, ignoring a new layer of inconsistencies and red flags its analysts uncovered in the review process. Then, following a series of leaks, the news media essentially reported on the FBI's wrong reporting of Steele's wrong reporting. And that's what we've been listening to for the last couple, two, three years. I wish Matt Taibbi of Rolling Stone was uh, in Congress today asking questions to Horowitz. Sounds like he's really got this pretty nailed down. Yeah, I think I think there are, are, are people like Lindsey Graham who are doing a pretty strong job, and we'll continue to mine that hearing for, uh, for updates and the rest of it. Hey, a quick West Coast bum explosion uh, note or two. Well, it's, it's actually a national bum explosion. Thanks to the Ninth Circuit. But there's a town in California that we've talked about a fair amount. It's not one of the giant cities um, that's got a terrible, bum, junky uh, danger problem. And I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to undercut what they're doing. But the the city council there, according to one of our beloved listeners who's really up on this stuff, is um oh, okay i guess you know what i'm sorry it's it's actually been published um in the newspaper in the local paper that this is happening 
because of some stupid ass laws, I'm quoting our our beloved listener here. Um, they're not allowed to address the bum and junkie explosion in a public format or even call meetings that might work to to solve the problem. And so what they've done is they're addressing the issue under the guise of performance reviews behind closed doors to keep the activists and and attorneys out of it. So. Uh, wow, what do you what do you make of that? I mean, we're talking about government malfeasance and dishonesty all morning long, right? Here is a, a decision by uh, incredibly unwise judges that's so perverse that now you have city councils really bending the rules to do the right thing because they're desperate. Their people are being stabbed and raped. Their businesses are closing down. Uh, kids are being molested. Parks are being shut down. The rest of it. Yeah. So, well, so when I was uh, started attending uh, city council meetings, and I've only been to two, um, if I was a better citizen, I'd go more often, which is really the point of this. Um, when I was going to city council meetings, I was told by people who go all the time on the homeless issue in my town that uh, anytime it comes time to, uh, you know, for a decision making or a vote or anything like that, the activists get the place packed. And in a college town, it's pretty easy to get the word out to uh, you know, like-minded unicorn writers on a college campus that you need to come shut the right-wing fascists who are trying to you know criminalize homelessness or whatever. Right. Um, and so they they always win. And I I found that very frustrating. Uh, you know, in reality, the rest of us need to do a better job to showing up to city council meetings to counterbalance that. Um, that's the way it should work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, one it's, thing it's difficult because, you know, we all have jobs and lives and aren't just college kids looking for a chance to be all, uh, you know, uh, 60s um, radical for, for, for a moment. Yeah, well, a great example of uh, the, one of the great principles of politics is concentrated interest always trumps generalized justice. If you can get a certain number of people to show up to a meeting or show up to vote, um, a great example of this is in your blue states where unions really hold sway politically. I mean, like uh, Cal Unicornia has this uh, incredible, mind-boggling problem with cities and counties having unfunded pension liabilities. There are cities, Jack, that over 50% now of the police payroll is retired retirees and they're headed toward retirees being 100 percent of the payroll in the next decade holy cow now you tell me what policing is going to be if your entire payroll is on retirees this you're going to use what volunteers my... or those old guys you're going to make them put badges and guns back on or, this is or whatever not helping my cynicism yeah well anyway um yeah concentrated interest always trumps generalized virtue it's just one of the truths of politics which is why you have to you know, at least get a little bit involved. Um, but uh, California's open meeting laws make any substantive policy discussion of um, dealing with the bums and junkies off limits in a closed session, closed to, you know, meeting. But they're trying to find ways around that because that's the only way they can deal with that's it. That's amazing. It is amazing. I, you know, it's it's funny because again we've been decrying dishonesty, sure, illegality, and the rest of it all morning long. And you wouldn't want this if it were, uh, you know, um, they're doing it against an issue you care about. Well, right, right. 
But it's one of those, and these things are always in the eye of the beholder, which is why they're so hard. But when you have a a system where injustice becomes the law, the only decent thing an honest person can do is break the law. Uh, somebody was listening, I don't know which of our stations, because we're on many, many stations. How many stations are we on right now? Thousands. More than can be explained. Thousands. Thousands. More than can be explained. At least, yeah. <laughs> well, we're going on in Los Angeles, I think, first of the year. Uh, KBC, which is exciting. But anyway, one of our stations, they heard the top of the hour of the news that just had a one-liner from the Horowitz hearing this morning. Report The report debunks conspiracy theories that the FBI spied on the Trump campaign. That was their one-liner on the... That's, uh, I'm sorry, report. that's from who? One of our top of the hour news is on one of our stations. Oh, for the love of God. The IG report debunks conspiracy theories that the FBI spied on the Trump campaign. Uh, if you're only going to mention one line from today's hearings, it's got to be this one. Donald Trump... Is it an enormous douche? Hey, you know what? That's uh, that's rude, <laughs> Lindsay. You're better than that. Well, so Lindsay, you're, good. you're a nice Southern boy. Come on, you're raised better. So than that. Lindsey Graham, that's Lindsey Graham reading the tweets between some of the FBI agents to try to make the point that so no bias. This isn't bias. None of this seeped into their uh, their uh, reporting. And I don't know if it did or not, but that was what he was trying to do. But how about that? Just that one line. That's that's your media at work giving you an idea of what's happening in this hearing. Uh, that, that's, that's so discouraging. you got to forgive people for being wildly uninformed, I guess. I listened to the news. I did my job. And they told me it debunked the conspiracy theories. They illegitimately wiretapped multiple people, according to the inspector general. How do you translate that into it debunked the conspiracy theory that they spied? How how in the world? I mean, you're a you're a, a, a Simone Biles wishes she was good a gymnast as you are. If you can twist yourself into stating that with straight face. Here's another quote from Horowitz not long ago. Horowitz Horowitz says Christopher Steele quote had bias that should have been disclosed in court and was desperate to prevent Trump's election. The FBI came across that information but uh, kept it from the FISA court because they wanted to keep well. the whole thing going. Yeah, you don't want the uh, application to get too long. You don't want to throw it in crap like that. Yeah, so uh, We'll see how it turns out. Anyway, my dog is a liar. I can mm-hmm. no longer trust him. You hate to have a dog as a liar. <laughs> well, um, that's right. I'm talking about you, Baxter, if you're listening. <laughs> you liar. Say it, you crooked bastard. Say it. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep feeding you, but things are not the same between us. Uh, all right? Awesome. we got to play more of those Trump clips, too. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Jackson 5, technically, but... Um, he was a kid at the time. Yeah, he was a child and a victim of abuse. So he was an innocent at the time. Right. So that uh, justifies it. And that groove is fantastic, um, as is most of Motown music. I gotta shut up about this. There's just so much from this hearing this morning on the Horowitz Report that I like, but this is from Molly Hemingway. She I'm just, loving it. She just tweeted this because she's following the, it in its entirety. The FBI guy who doctored the the email, are you familiar with that part of it? He actually doctored some information, took a paragraph out that helped get to reestablish the FISA warrant. So he he actually took something out. He altered a a document. He literally texted Viva La Resistance to someone. 
But it, there's no political if bias. If you're wondering whether he's part of the resistance or not, he once texted Viva la Resistance. That's a conspiracy his... theory has been debunked, Jack. <laughs> that is something. So now, you know what? And I almost admire this. The media is just going ahead and stating the opposite of what is true. So here's a good one. Five people interview Steele's primary subsource. Subsource. So uh, Christopher Steele was getting his information from a, mostly from a particular person. Mm-hmm. And he was interviewed by five different people. That guy says the Steele was exaggerating statements that they were sharing rumor and speculation literally from a bar conversation, and he disputed the verification of any of the stuff that Steele was claiming. Never expected them to be treated as serious. Right. That information from Steele's source from that info, they went to the ground zero on this crap, and the guy said, no, no, that was bar convo. I didn't expect anybody to take any of that serious. I can't, I can't verify any of that. Right. FBI just ignored that. Right. And continued to run with the Steele dossier. The great James Comey. Continued to trot the Steele dossier out to the judge to uh, to renew the FISA uh, surveillance over and over again. The great James Comey, who then went to President Trump's office, remember, and sat down and said, I think you should see this. This is out there. Knowing it was just complete crap. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's troubling. It's I'd troubling. Say. And half of America is never going to hear this. Maybe three quarters of America is never going to hear Which this. Which is too bad because sometime your president, Elizabeth Warren, or whoever it is, Bernie Sanders, the same sort of thing is going to be done to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We were talking about we don't know what to believe in. Cynicism is on the rise. And we got this nice note from Mike. I believe in you, Jack and Joe. I believe in myself. I believe in my dog. I believe I'll have another beer. Mm. Uh, well, you might believe in your dog, but mine's a liar, Mike. Baxter the dog. You know, it's funny. Just this, just this morning, I was thinking about how uh, how dogs. One of the, the best things about dogs is how transparent they are. And you know, you can it, see through your dog. Wow, that's oh yeah, awesome. I have a transparent dog. Th- do you do you see through his skin and see all his guts, like he's beating no, heart, or do you see guts clear are through transparent it? too? Well, so wow. if he's completely transparent, then you have an imaginary dog. <laughs> is what you have. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm petting him the other day, and I'm doing the who's the best dog in the world? I keep hearing it's you. Are you the best dog in the world? And then, but then he hears my wife's voice, and because my wife, especially since my surgery, temporarily feeds him. Yeah, the feeder. He hears gets my wife's the... voice, and he's like, "Gone." He's like, "Boom, yeah. toodaloo, see ya, loser." <laughs> I have the same problem. And he's off to kiss up to to the food lady, right? Which is fine, but again, you know, and then he comes back to me, he's wagging his tail. We're buddies still. Come on, we're buddies. He's wagging. He's so transparent. But then I go out. <laughs> I, I finally, I'm, I'm in good enough shape after my hip surgery. I can go up the few steps to our backyard, and I'm going to throw the ball for him. Just, you know, a little tentative toss. And uh, old Baxter is half black lab and half uh, border collie, and he's just a little smarter than I am. <laughs> I, I throw the ball. He comes back without it. And uh, I said, where's your ball? He looks at me. I don't know, dude. Maybe it uh, rolled behind a bush or something. (laughs) Where's your ball? He looks at me. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. (laughs) So I I wobble over. I find he's buried it behind a bush. He's keeping. It's my ball, by the way, Baxter. Who bought that ball? I did. Did you? No. You have no pockets, hence you have no money. And don't tell me you use your phone with Apple Pay, because you don't have a phone. <laughs> a friggin' liar. My Looks ball. right at me and pretends the ball just disappeared. 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. Literally. <laughs> His mother was a bitch. So now, not only can I not count on the FBI or the government or the media, my dog's a liar, too. Say it, you crooked bastard. Say it. Yeah. So my kids like to do the whole you pretend to hide, throw the ball, but then you hide it. Oh, yeah. I always think that's cruel. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, that, I, I, think don't, I won't do that. That seems mean to me. The kids like it, and our pug stands there with a stupid look on his face, which he always has because he just has a stupid face. But uh, it just seems mean to me. I'll, I'll give the fake, but then I won't conceal. That just It seems like I'm teasing, and I don't believe in teasing you dogs. You pretend to throw it, you hide it behind your back, and then you yell at them. Oh my I'm not God. finding in the dog. Bad no, dog. maybe. It, apparently, if I were the dog and Baxter were the human, he would do that because he's a liar. But I don't do that. Um, what's coming it's up? It's a here? dysfunctional relationship. Man. <laughs> you need to move more like a dog. I'm have to. I'm having to rethink the whole thing, man. Are there are there therapists for like people in their relationships with their dog? It seems like the sort of thing that would exist in. Santa, oh, yeah. Santa Cruz or somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Where is yeah, that? Sedona, dog psychologist? Sedona, psychologist? Sedona, Arizona. No, we're like marriage counselors, but it's it's for a dog and the owner. And you well, just... you know, trainers do that to to some extent. They'll, you know, actually, and, and Greg, who's been helping me out with Baxter, he explained it to me that, yeah, I don't let him bury stuff and hide it. That's not his. That's yours. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, you know, you have to understand the dynamics of the relationship. Have you explained to Baxter how it makes you feel? <laughs> you know, I haven't really because I just I'm I'm feeling vulnerable. Do you, right do now. you both use I instead of you to make sure you're not blaming anybody? <laughs> oh no, I blame him. Mm. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips? Uh, we got more revealing testimony from the Inspector General about the FBI Russia Trump investigation. Iran is saying it's been under cyber attack, and we got another black eye for Facebook coming up. Oh, I hate to see a black eye for Facebook. You know, <laughs> when when poor little cute little guy gets uh, punched. What's his name that runs the place? Zuckerberg. Uh, Zuckerberg. Berserker. It's, it's like I'm being punched myself. I just uh, feel bad for the guy. Well, he's an innocent little child. Yeah, Senator, <laughs> we'll get right back to you on that, Senator. So we've got all the news on the way. Stay tuned. This uh, Horowitz hearing is pretty darn interesting. Tell you that. You know what we're doing? And it's not easy. And somebody said, a regular president, I don't want to use the word normal because that's not a nice normal refer. A regular president would have been under a table, thumb in the mouth, saying, take me home, mommy. This is too tough for me. It's true. And the crowd goes wild. There you go. Trump yesterday in Pennsylvania, yeah. which he won by 0.7% and needs to win again if he's going to get reelected. Um, we haven't had this story yet today. We should have. This is a pretty big one. It was announced last night. The biggest blow yet to San Francisco over their homeless issue, the company Oracle, who had been having their big convention yearly for 25 years in San Francisco, been coming to San Francisco for regular meetings since the 80s, has canceled at a cost of $64 million Whoa. to the city of San Francisco, they will now have their conventions in Las Vegas because of the poor street conditions. How's your utopia coming along? How do you like that $64 million hit? Compassion without order is chaos and lawlessness. The only question to me is how did you keep them that long? Yeah. 
But if you can have your convention anywhere and cities are going to bend over backwards to accommodate you with that kind of money, why would you want to have your employees walk out their hotel door and see poop and have a, some aggressive bum in their face? Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, and, and honestly, they, this has bubbled up from the bottom. All the attendees at the conference have gone to Oracle, yeah. not all of them, but a lot of them, and said, hey, it's just too scary. I'm just freaked out and I can't go out. I stepped in poo. Can we go somewhere else, please? That's something. $64 million hit. You'd think that'd get somebody's attention. Anyway, news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the Justice Department's Inspector General is testifying on Capitol Hill today. Michael Horowitz had his report released this week, and Lindsey Graham is grilling Horowitz on the significant inaccuracies and omissions in the FBI FISA applications to monitor former campaign advisor Carter Page. In January 2017, the whole foundation for surveilling Carter Page collapses, exculpatory information is ignored, they lie to the court about what the interview was all about. Is that a fair summary so far? Um, I'll, uh, they certainly misled, it was misleading to the court. Okay, fair enough. And in January, about six months later, when they find more information that could be helpful to Mr. Page, they lie about it. Do you feel like Mr. Page was treated fairly by the Department of Justice and the FBI? Um, I don't think the Department of Justice fairly treated these FISAs, and he was on the receiving end of the FISA. You would not want to be on the receiving end of this, would you? I would not want agents or anybody failing to put forward all the information they're obligated to tell the court on. Good Lord, people, leave Trump out of this story. The FBI misled courts so that they could spy on people. You don't want that to happen to anybody. No matter how much you hate Trump. Graham, uh, going on to give a warning. I'd hate to lose the ability of the FISA court to operate at a time probably when we need it the most. But after your report, I have serious concerns about whether the FISA court can continue unless there's fundamental reform. There you go. Uh, That is a perfectly reasonable, very intelligent way to look at it by an even-handed guy. Iran's telecommunications minister is saying the country has successfully diffused a massive cyber attack on unspecified electronic infrastructure. From who? Us? A report on Wednesday by the official Iran news agency quotes the minister as saying that the security attack was very large. Authorities are investigating its exact dimensions. He says he cannot reveal any further details beyond that saying that the attack has been identified and diffused. I hope it was us. It'd be a shame if something happened to your, well, infrastructure, Iran. Hey, we got, uh, this is breaking news today, too. Andrew Yang has qualified for the next debate. All right. He just made it under the wire. Tomorrow is the deadline. We have a debate a week from tomorrow, and he's going to be on the stage. And it's mostly because of his donors, right? Hot dang, more uh, Yang. Well, he, he, the last thing that got him in this time was a, a final qualifying poll. His donors right. have not been a problem. Right. Yeah, never. He's always had the, the, all the donors you need. Right. It was the whipped cream stunt that put him over the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff there. I like him on the debate stage. Yeah. I, I like, uh, you know, I like the stuff he brings to it. Yep. Really Did fast... you hear the other day that uh, somebody told Marianne Williamson that 
Trump had pardoned Charles Manson. Oh, jeez. And she believed it and started tweeting about it. Man, I wish she was still on the, oh, on the stage. We slam it like nobody's business. I don't want uh, uh, many people that have little chance to win on the stage, but Yang's a good one to have on there, the stuff he talks about. Facebook is plummeting in the latest job satisfaction rankings. In 2017, Facebook was number one in the annual ranking of the best places to work, but it has now fallen to number seven. In this year's ranking, it dropped down to 23rd. From first wow. to seventh to 23rd. Because of what? A spokesperson said the evil. Spokesperson said there's been a lot of negative feedback about Facebook, and that's tough on employees. It also takes... Oh, whatever. It also takes... So the negative news out there about our company is making it a difficult place to work. uh, It takes the luster (laughs) off. You know, a lot of potential employees are going, "Eh, maybe we don't want to go to work there. I thought you were walking down the hall and somebody punches you in the stomach or something. (laughs) (laughs) The coffee's A lot of stomach punchings, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and more self-inflicted problems for disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. His bail has just been jacked up to $5 million after prosecutors say he violated conditions by mishandling his electronic ankle monitor. He basically let the battery run out on many different occasions so they couldn't track him. I meant to do this story last week, and I'm glad it went this direction. I was afraid he was going to get away with it as a rich guy. So he's got an ankle monitor and some other kind of monitor. He's got two monitors. He's supposed to be in uh, contact at all times. 63 different times he went out of contact. Right. And was able to get away with it because he's Harvey Weinstein. 63? Yeah. Yep. Including like a couple of times overnight where he just went to, you know, various shindigs he wanted to go to. He ought to work for the FBI. He has about the same uh, regard for the rules. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Well, he's a... And it, it pains me to make that joke, by the way. It really yeah. does, because the rank-and-file FBI agents bust their ass and follow the rules. Oh, well, I'm sure if you've been doing it right all along in the FBI, finding out that the people at the top are doing this really pisses you off. Right. Because people like me will never look at the FBI the same way. Just There's no fixing that in my lifetime. That's, yeah. that's how you damage institutions. It takes a long time to rebuild that sort of trust. Well, maybe the key is, as I've been saying, respect, not worship. You can have respect for the FBI and still understand that th- th- someone must watch the watchers at all times. So you had that the one the, the one FBI agent who who kept it quiet that Carter Page was working with the CIA to try to make it look like Carter Page was working with the Russians. Yeah, a FISA court judge, he's, he's meeting with a lot of Russians, and it seems very weird. Meanwhile, Carter Page is on the phone to the CIA saying, yeah, that Yuri guy came up to me again. I just wanted to keep you guys up to date. That is, that's incredible. It's yeah. galling. It's horrific. It's inexcusable. Yeah. But there was no bias. They were just, uh, they forgot. Well, or, I don't know, they wanted a promotion. I don't know. I like what the one reporter we had on who said, what we're all going to find out is that there's a really low bar mm-hmm. yep. for uh, for cops to uh, to get these warrants. It's just, it's just not as hard as you'd like to think it is. To, but to spy on an American political campaign you or think. to surveil it. They weren't spying. They were surveilling. Oh, yeah. for the love of God. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, that's what uh, Horowitz said. And, and oh boy, when the Durham's report, the other shoe to drop, comes out, I think we'll be looking at some serious, serious reforms. Unless, I don't know, unless the wrong party's in charge and they, they perceive that, well, reforming it would help the orange man. So we're not going to do that. 
Congratulations to San Francisco losing 60-some million dollars in a uh, convention because people think your streets are too scary. Yeah. Oh, hey, executive producer Hanson has the clip of uh, Lindsey Graham getting into that very Carter Page working for the CIA thing, and I suspect Lindsey is going to bring it. Okay, cool. I want to hear that. Um, uh, We'll bring the highlights to you on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Why are you, why are you singing it like that? <laughs> why are you singing why, why, like that? <laughs> are you like, doing a voice? <laughs> that is a weird way to sing. Sunny and red tell you to sing like that? Or is it the pills? <laughs> Probably the pills. He hadn't pooped hey, in a week. what's the date? Do you have a year on that, Michael? I don't. The Elvis the Christmas album, I... I'm. It's. I'm thinking he's young, thin Elvis. Then, yeah, but he's already like, a little into self-parody. I'm gonna go like 69 on the Elvis Christmas album. Uh, we got a good clip of Lindsey Graham. We want to play before we get out of here. What do you got? You need? Do you know? Uh, yeah, uh, released October 15th, 1957. 57. Okay. okay. <laughs> so to, to set up a little bit about what Lindsey Graham's about to be talking here about here in the hearing with Michael Horowitz, the guy who ran the report on the FBI and how the whole surveillance of the Trump campaign thing started. Get ready here, okay? So we now know that a lawyer supervising the FISA process at the FBI, doctored an email from the CIA to the FBI. The CIA had sent an email to the FBI saying, hey, Carter Page, we're working with him. We got this under control. We got the whole Carter Page thing. Right. He's meeting with Russians, and we know about it. It's cool. Yeah, he's on our side with that. He's letting us know what they're saying. Um, The guy at the FBI changed that so that the FISA board would not know that and just left it with, he's working with the Russians. Left out the whole, he's working with the CIA part. And uh, that, among other things, is what Lindsey Graham is talking about here. Carter Page, who's been on the receiving end of all this, the foundation to believe he was a foreign agent comes from a dossier that we'll talk about in a minute. Okay, let's let's. And that here. dossier so, provided by we, Chris. Can we stop for a second? What was the clip that you played me earlier? Is that a, is that available? That fifty yeah. second clip? Yeah, this one. No, that is that the so, same one. For a okay. moment, let's assume yeah. that there was a lawful predicate to open up a counterintelligence investigation. What has been described as a few irregularities becomes a massive criminal conspiracy over time to defraud the FISA court, to illegally surveil an American citizen, and to keep an operation open against a sitting president of the United States, violating every norm known to the rule of law. Many of your prosecutors... Many of you have been U.S. attorneys. Many of you have been defense attorneys. Trump's time will come and go. But I hope we understand that what happened here can never happen again. Because what happened here is not a few irregularities. What happened here is the system failed. People at the highest level of our government took the law in their own hands. The why of whether it was bias against Trump or not, we don't know. But they clearly took the law in their own hands mm-hmm. and decided that they, you know, we, we need to do this, and we're, we're the sort of people to get to make that decision, which is frightening. And you got you got to keep a lid on that always. 
Because the FBI has been doing that since they were created at various periods. I mean, they they spied on Martin Luther King Jr. under the idea of he's with he's working with communists. Once again, it was Russians because he'd talked to a labor leader who'd talked to a communist and everything. So MLK, he's got to be a communist. Just whatever you you come up with a reason to to now was that racism they were spying on him or just because he was making things difficult? I don't know. It was the Kennedy administration. They believed in... So I don't know. But the FBI will do whatever it wants to do unless we really keep our eye on them. Yeah, it's just the nature of uh, that sort of law enforcement. Law enforcement that has the power to do secret things will abuse it unless you constantly rein them in over and over again. I want to see Andrew McCabe dragged off the set at CNN in shackles. And throw it into a cell next to Comey. I think it's just the it's it is just the hubris of power. I'm thinking about Bobby Kennedy signing off on spying on Martin Luther King Jr. He wasn't biased against MLK, but he did it anyway because he just thought, you know, I need to know what's going on. More information, the better. Sure, knowledge just, is power, and yeah, he wanted that power. Yeah, it's just a power thing. You don't need to have a bias getting to the whole. There was no bias against Trump. It doesn't need to be that. They just think they're bigger than the presidency. They're bigger than anything. We need to be in the know. Let's take a look at this. And that's what you've you got to watch out for. Well, you know what? I'm not convinced there was no bias against Trump. I think it may have been an animating aspect of this. But in terms of you know advancing the discussion to do what's right for the american people maybe you're right maybe just throw that aside say all right let's not even talk about trump or bias against trump let's just stick to the facts of what happened and what did not happen what should have happened never mind what motivated it we've got to put systems in place that this can't happen again as as lindsey graham put it you know it, we need the fisa court system but he's beginning to think there's just no way to manage it i i, I don't know we'll have to see and the reason he really likes the whole FISA system gets into the terrorism world, remember, because he's really hot for that 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 that, that whole thing. And uh, and and Lindsey Graham likes pushing the limits of uh, of going after possible jihadis. So he doesn't want the FISA court to go away for those reasons. I think. Right. Right. Indeed. Yeah. I'll be oh, interested. Well. I'll really be interested to watch the coverage today. Does that little Lindsey Graham screed or any of it make it on to the ABC Evening News or the CBS Evening News or any of the anti-Trump channels at all? No, uh, probably not. I, well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I'm, I'm guessing not, but I'm going to keep an eye on it to try to... I'll have that report tomorrow. So the really cute Kentucky judge who turned her office into a... Uh, well, it, it was like an orgy house um, with staffers and whomever else, employees and... Um and and let his, her boyfriend jam on guitar in the office, then they'd have threesomes and stuff. She is facing impeachment, Jack. So we have two impeachment dramas unfolding in the United States. <laughs> sexy, sexy Judge Dawn M. Gentry, who, if she sentenced me to loving, I would not appeal. Um, <laughs> looks like she's in serious trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. It is now my incredible privilege to present final thoughts with this moron Armstrong and Eddie. It's funny how he's incredibly honored that he calls us moron. It's very, it's very mercurial. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, what say we get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the show? There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, I'm thrilled that Andrew Yang's going to be at the next debate, and I want him to say to the other candidates, if you care about the American people, you'll let me script, uh, squirt whipped cream in your mouth right now. <laughs> 
Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman, final thought. Well, I got to tell you, all this FBI FISA court stuff is so reminiscent of the bad old days of J. Edgar Hoover's FBI, which I lived through and remember keenly. That's why, yeah, we got to keep a lid on it because this yep. will burble up if you don't keep a tight watch on yep. it. Keep a watch for the burbling. Positive Sean, our <laughs> producer, final thought. Yes, today I bought a movie ticket for a movie that comes out eight days from now. I have secured a seat at uh, for the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker debut. Uh, a week from Friday, I will have full reports for everybody in the A&G universe. And there were many seats left this far out, right? I had four seats to choose from. It's good to be semi-famous. You pulled some strings, didn't you? <laughs> I used an app. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Jack, do you have a final thought to share with the folks? A buddy of mine did 23 and Me a year or so ago and was all excited about his results, as a lot of people are. He was just wondering, and he sent in another sample under a different name and got completely different results. What? And is convinced <laughs> now that it's a load of crap. What? Now I don't know. I, I you know I don't want to get sued. I I, I just I, I know I know somebody who tried that allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I may have to throw away my Neanderthal pride T-shirts. That's who I am, man. That's my identity. <laughs> uh, my final thought is. Um, You know, in the wake of all the dishonesty in the media, I mean, just blatant dishonesty, we really are trying to get it right and tell you the truth. We have our our biases, we have our beliefs, but we really try to be honest with you. Please tell your friends about the Armstrong and Getty show. The fact that that will make us more successful and therefore wealthy, don't let that hold you back. This is for America. And by the way, if you think we're wrong, feel free to point that out in an email or a text. You know, in a kind, argumentative way, not in a, you're an a-hole. That doesn't help anybody. Hey, W. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Say it, you crooked bastard, say it. Armstrong and Getty.